My boyfriend broke up with me by texting me asking how my day was. I said, fine, how was yours? He responded with, great, had a fantastic day with my girlfriend. Dad's in the intro, so yeah. I'm not speaking. It's good to be back on the couch, giving the unqualified advice that no one ever asked for on a regular basis. Um, if everyone could take a moment before we get in and deep dive, take a moment, like, share, ooh, ooh. subscribe, follow. We're on all different types of audio listening platforms. Um, would very, very much appreciate it. So I'll give you a couple of seconds. And then we'll get into it. Yeah, we're now on a bunch of new ones as well. We're on Amazon. Amazon? We should be on Amazon. We're on Ooh. a few others. I need to get the list. Yeah, but very nice. But there's like six or seven we're going to be Growing, baby. Now. Growing, baby. Yes, sir. Well, let's go. Yes, sir. Uh, well, one of the segments of our podcast, the first thing we do is talk about a story that we've mm. heard or a couple of stories that have been sent in. And mm. um, one of the things I was really interested in is the worst ways that you've been broken up with or you have broken up with someone. Okay. When you've broken up with someone, bro, what's like the like what's the worst way that you've broken up with someone before? Is it like face to face? Have you done it over text? Has it been quite short? Are you quite empathetic? Like what's the way that you Um It's not it's not an easy conversation to have. Yeah. You put it off. Like you can put it off for a while because like ugh, like when is the right time? I think for me when it came to breaking up with someone, it was more so of like knowing that I need to do it, but mm ignoring it because i didn't tell anyone that i was wanting to do it doesn't make it real it doesn't make it real so yeah. as soon as I, I take the first step of telling someone that i know that i want to break up with them mm. it kind of it forces you to then take action because you would look even more like a dick if one of your friends knew you didn't want to be with the girl yet you're still like leading her on for two to three weeks so i think that was the first thing for me telling someone and then after that it just all like kind of fell into place i think but I don't think I've ever broken up with... This is like me speaking from my point of view. So to them, it could have been horrendous. But in my head, Absolute one of them car was... car crash of a scene. One of them was just in in person. One of them was on FaceTime. What's like the first sentence, though? Do you know what I mean? What's the opening? Because there's always like how to even get into the conversation. Yeah, I feel like, like I just kind so... of... So I've been thinking kind of thing. Oh, whereas, so I've been thinking. So whereas now I'd probably ask them for feedback first. <laughs> so I'd be like, how do you think? How do you think it's been going? No, that's no genuinely. That's, that, 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 that's what a job would do. You know, if your boss sits yeah, down, yeah. he's like, that's, so how do you think your performance how, has that's been? That's how I think, I've, I think feedback should be done, though. You should ask people for their, their opinions on a situation. Mm. Let them voice their side. And then you can then go, and, okay, I hear what you're saying. This is what I think. Oh. Because then it becomes more of a conversation and less of you like telling them I'm unhappy, this, that, I and the other. I can feel it, though. Yeah. I can feel it's it. Good so. to, I haven't done that because yeah. I wasn't as fucking self-aware and emotion intelligent the last time oh. I had to do it. But, yeah. So, we're just going to um, go through your performance review over the past year. Um, how do you think your performance has been? We've broken down into a few different categories. Uh, team playing, self-development, emotional, sexual intimacy. How do you think it's been? Um, me, um, you know, the last time my last missus, uh, I remember I got home from work and we have had a bit of a, a bust up and she was like, hey, this just, you know, we'd had a couple of them and she was like, hey, this just isn't working, is it? And usually I was like, hey, no, it is like we can work like everything's fine. And the first time ever, I just went, you're right, it's not. And I could see that look in her face of like, huh? 
I was like, no, you're right. It's not. I think we should break up. And it was like that. That was that. It was that. And I was was the conversation after that. It was actually like really nice. Interesting. It was so weird. I had felt. It was so weird. Uh, Is there something wrong with it? It's like cutting in and out. I can hear you. Um, It was so weird. I had um, for the first time felt really. uh, No, this is what it's like going in. It's like cutting off one side. Hello, hello, hello. No, no, on mine it's not. If you listen to this. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, it's fine now. Um, I'll just start that bit again. Um, It was so weird. After that had happened, I had felt for the first time closer than ever. Like, not in like a romantic way, but it was like... Vulnerability. There was no like pretense. You weren't carrying all this shit of like trying to make each other happy. It was like, fuck, this weight had been lifted and it was like, I can now see you for you because I'm now no longer the responsible person for you. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) And I see you as a human being. I I don't don't know if that's... Yeah, I don't know if that's bad to say, but it was like... No, that's fair. And then the next night we had like pizza together and we laughed more than we had laughed in ages. And it was like... You know, we knew it was over, but it was like... Can you not put your shoes on my fucking sofa, by the way? (laughs) Thank God that bit's cut off because my mom saw you (laughs) with your shoes on the sofa. She'd be like, what the hell is going on? Take your shoes off if you're going to... Actually, if you've got socks on. Yeah. Thank God. I've got socks on. Yeah. (laughs) Baffles me that you do that. Fucking white people. Nasty ass shoes that you're walking these streets in. Uh. (laughs) All right, go on. Not even your sofa. <laughs> just that noise. You would have got a backhand <laughs> in a Caribbean family. You'd have got it straight to uh, the back of the head with a spoon. I would have called Childline. Yeah, they would have been like, "Yeah, you're not showing up." Right, go on. Um, and so it was like we'd laughed for the first time in ages, like more than we'd ever done before, and it was really nice. It was nice. It was a, it was an awesome feeling. Um, but yeah, I think there's so many interesting ways. I think the you know, hey, I need to talk about it's a fucking nerve wracking. I think getting that over text, if you imagine getting that over text, like, hey, I think we should talk later. That's an awful thing, right? Yeah. No, like I wouldn't say we need message. to talk later. And then like they have this six hour window of just like waiting. I wouldn't that do feedback. that. It's horrible. No, I would never do that. I would never send a message saying, hey, can we talk later? If it's going to be something negative. Well, one of the stories I found, um, one of the stories that was sent in was um, seven years on and all I got was a text message. Oh wow. That's brutal, man. That's brutal. Like seven years. Seven years and all I got was a text. Like Oh, that like that's a lot, man. That's a lot but you like you gotta think, like, how bad was it that like You need more you need more detail on that. But just that alone, you know what I mean? Like I I I need more context. Because after seven years, it would take a psycho to just send a text. That's all I've got. But it, it must be something There must be something else. must have been happening. What have you done yeah. to, to, feel, just, to let that person think you only deserved a text message? You'd also think that they were living together at this point. So were they just like in separate rooms? And it's just like... I don't know. There has done. to be more to that than just a text. Um, she, she dumped me by saying she was going to a special treatment center for an eating disorder. Instead, she fucked my best mate. <gasps> Wow. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yo, that is scary out there. Just just the lies. The world is scary. Just the lies. Just imagine having to say that. Mental health institution and then you're going to have sex. I know. What's the next one? Um, After doing the deed, so um, I was with my wife and after doing the deed, still in the afterglow of it all, she took her ring off and said, I want a divorce. 
I mean, look. Clarity after sex. There's worse ways. Well, she probably would have known it was going to happen. There's worse ways to end it with someone than at least like giving them one last hit of dopamine. You know what I mean? Like at least at least one more round before it's all <laughs> one over. More round. You know, they could have like, had they could have had another round after she said she wants to They could have done. They could have done. Yeah. You know, but it was nice that she was like, "Hey, listen, it's like that scene in a Wolf of um, Wall Wolf Street, Street when Margot Robbie, you know, uh, her and Leo." Um, obviously that like you know the characters um, yeah they had they, they got on it they, well they shagged one more time uh, and then she was like yeah done I was like at least at least she had it one more time you know it's Margot Robbie as well yeah exactly exactly she's a lovely lady um, <laughs> this they must be pretty young for this one but they changed their Facebook status to in a relationship with someone else that is insane did you ever have that back in the day like yeah you had your relationship yeah that was was big that was big back in i had it made it made it it facebook official i I don't do that i feel like i don't do that no one's doing that anymore as in if i used to do that i can't remember i can't recall ever putting someone in as a relationship on facebook yeah no one does it now no at all there's people I know who are single who still have their thing as in a relationship. It would be so weird, man. It yeah. like, it, and that was the thing where it was like that showed your um, your commitment, commitment to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, is it, are we ready to make it Facebook official? Like, are we ready? And you're like, oh, we, we, we're going to go public. Like, hey, no one cares. No one fucking cares, first of all. No one gives a shit. Maybe it's like with age, you get older. Maybe the, the next generation probably won't do that. But it was funny that that was like the, oh, he's not even put me on his like Facebook. Like, I'm not even on his Facebook. Um, and then when you did end it with someone, it was like, okay. You have to take we, him we, off we, it. Yeah, we've been broken up now. Oh, we won't do it yet because we don't want all the questions. Like, mate, this isn't a fucking publicity stunt. No, yeah, one, no cares. one cares. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. You've, you've broken up. Move on with your life. Yeah. Um, Quit holding on. Quit holding so, on. My boyfriend broke up with me by texting me asking how my day was. I said, fine. How was yours? He responded with, great. Had a fantastic day with my girlfriend. I was at work all day. We'd been together for four years and living together for two. He had been cheating on me and decided to leave me for his mistress. Wow. (laughs) I had a fantastic day with my girlfriend, is what you text (laughs) your four-year girlfriend. (laughs) Yo. You would have double take that. You would have had to read that. I'd then, read that. Be huh? like, wait, what? Huh? You've what? had a wait. What's wait? What's? Because I'm at work. Am I? Oh. Am I on a day off today? Fuck. This is why people are so messed up and oh, and dating and hate their lives. God. Like that's the kind of shit. We can fuck you up for a while. That's the kind of shit. For after four years, yeah, fuck you up for a while. And you're getting that kind of message. I don't know what I'd do in that situation. That can fuck you up for a while. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so fucking confused. Well, um, this actually does lead us onto our main topic. Mm. Onto the hard truths about dating. Mm. Some hard, cold facts. Yes. Do you want to kick off, mate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Back to uh, I took my trainers no. off. Come on, give me a bit of leeway. No, no, no. I, I can lead off with the first one. Yeah, so like Dan said, we're talking about the hard truths about dating. So we're just going to be going through some key points that we think are important to know 
when you're going to dating that things aren't always going to be rose and petals mm. and you might be an issue they might be an issue but you're probably the issue yeah <laughs> mm. the idea of this is like to just let you know that this shit's happening everywhere mm-hmm. and people are going through the same experiences or similar experiences so the first one for us is you're probably not as good as you think you are is one of our first hard truth of the of the pod you're not as good as you think you are because we have a situation now where people are complaining a lot about the dating world and the dating landscape and hot shit and men are shit women are shit they're not emotionally intelligent they can't hold a conversation they don't ask questions mm. they don't make time for me they don't make an effort but sometimes it's important to take a bit of self-affection think okay are the things that you're asking of a potential new partner, do you actually hold those things within mm-hmm. you? If you're looking for a man or a woman who's emotionally intelligent, are you actually emotionally intelligent or do you just think you are? Like, you can be emotionally intelligent, you can be self-aware, but how, how does that, like, portray or how does that come across whenever you're actually dating? Do people see that emotional mm-hmm. side of you? So if you're not an emotionally intelligent person and that is what you're expecting from a partner, then I don't feel like... That's something you need to be complaining mm. about, if that makes sense. People probably chase the kind of person that they want to become yeah. instead of like becoming that person. Exactly. And the thing is, you're probably not as bad as you think you are, but you're definitely not as good as you can be yet. Yeah. And so I think it's always going to the situation as like a white belt, always trying to be open to just like bettering yourself, being open to just potentially being shit in an area of dating, mm. whether it's like, you know, first dates, whether it's communication, whether it's like knowing how to like build rapport, whether it's knowing how to navigate dating apps, whether mm-hmm. it's knowing how to navigate going out to bars, whether it's knowing how to navigate how to sell yourself. Cause, cause that's what dating is. It's selling yourself basically, you know, it's like going to a job interview. It's like, you know, you want to impress that person in some way. Like, you know, that, that is like what it is basically, you know, you want to give them like a little snapshot Mm -hmm. into you as why they should continue the conversation or even give you like that coffee date. Exactly. So what's your USP, you know? And I completely agree. And also when you think of (coughs) like communication, everyone knows is like a massive part. Stop licking, please. Um, it's like a massive, (laughs) you too, okay. Um, Yeah, communication is a massive part of dating. And mm. the, the thing is, a lot of people can comp- uh, complain or say that they want someone who's really good at communication. But at the end of the day, it's it's a case of, but are you good at communicating? Because whenever you have a problem, you struggle to communicate with your friend about it. Whenever you have a problem, you struggle to communicate with your mother about it yeah, or your sure. boss about it or whoever about it. Oh, you're afraid to even send your wrong order back in a restaurant. Like Those are the kind of things that if you aren't able to do, you're not going to be able to handle someone who's a good communicator because what a good communicator done, especially on top of that with being self-aware and emotionally intelligent, is that a good communicator is going to give you feedback on what you're shit at or also what you're good at. So if they're telling you now, okay, by the way, I don't like how you dealt with this situation. For example, I didn't like the fact that you were uh 30 minutes late to our day and you didn't think it was a problem like that was annoying Mm. for me if they communicate that to you and then your first instinct is to go in the defense and combat that kind of approach then you can see that there's going to be an issue there where you actually can't handle someone who's able to communicate because maybe before in the dates or the relationships you had before maybe their communication was shit Maybe it was horrible. Maybe it was toxic. Mm. Maybe you didn't actually know how to communicate because all that ever happened was just shouting and um, distaste for each other or disagreements. There was no actual let's sit down and fix this together instead of like mashing it up. 
And then when you do actually go into a relationship where you meet someone who is communicative, it's like a fucking, wow, what, what's going on here? You can have a really shit relationship and suddenly want someone who's 10 times better, but it's like, has that almost created like another level of who you are and given you this sense of like, yeah, like a lack of communication. Mm. And, you know, like if you have been in a really bad relationship and you've built a load of insecurities, then you do find someone who's really secure. You're going to project a lot of that onto them. Mm -hmm. And even though that's the kind of person you want, you kind of need to level up in a way with them or without them, mm. but you need to be able to level up to kind of match that because it can be really difficult otherwise. Like of it course. can be really difficult because it ends up that other person being that project manager. So, you know, I think that's definitely one of the hard things to know about dating is, you know, usually the kind of person you want is the person that you really want to be. Mm -hmm. So become that person and then that's the kind of person that person would want to be with. And also if you become that person that you want to be with, you're going to attract that person. <clears throat> For sure. Like if you're not the kind of person that you need to be in order to have a successful relationship you're going to end up meeting people who just aren't going to be that kind of person that you want to be mm. like your vibe attracts your tribe as they say there you go um so if you're a piece of shit you're shit at communicating no emotion intelligence lack of self-awareness those are the kind of people you're going to end up around because that's who you're probably going to even just nav like gravitate to because mm. they're just going to be on your level especially if you date someone i find sometimes whenever people date someone who then i see is like fuck they've got their shit together mm. it's kind of like a wake-up call to them thinking mm. actually maybe i'm not as good as i thought i was maybe i do have a lot to work on it's hard as well like mm. it's it's hard to know that like it's yeah it's hard That's why I, I think good, though. when you realize it people are like fuck and it's not something nice that a lot of people want to admit because it like beats your ego yeah and yeah. i think that you may think you're a lot further ahead than where you thought you were and then you may feel like you've now taken a few steps back so it definitely can be difficult yeah and that's just one of the hard things you've just got to like come to terms with a lot of people will like what is it a lot of people will um trigger or certain things in you mm. that make you realize things about yourself you know but that's the thing people think that it's like esther perel talks about it that people think when it comes to your self-development and your, your self-improvement aspect of your life that you can go over here in your little bubble, do all Make the work, perfect, read yeah. the books, listen to the podcast, have those conversations with your friends, telling them this, that, and the other. But have you actually gone out there and put in the mm. action? Have you gone on a date with the new knowledge that you have and put into action? Has someone triggered you um, by saying something or doing something and then you're able to respond with the learnings and For the sure. teachings that you've done? Have you done that? If you haven't, then... All of what you're doing, all the podcasts you listen to, all the the books that you're reading are completely pointless. Mm. Because that's the point of doing all that, isn't it? You're not just like you're not just reading these you're books. Not just listen, just you're for not just doing it, it for the sake of it. You're doing yeah. it because you know that in order to do this, to it's it gonna build relationships, mm. whether with your friends or um in a romantic sense. You're not just like, Oh, I'm just gonna listen to all these relationship podcasts so I can be a better person. But what's the point of being a better person if you're not gonna build relationships around mm. that? And that's what that's the like a half of what human nature is, is to build these relationships. Whether whether you have great relationships or not, people need it in order to live I think, a very very happy life. I think reading without any action just pretty much leaves you in the same place you were before because you have no reference point of what to put it against. Yeah, it's like reading loads of sales books. You can read loads and loads and loads of sales books. Understand you, the theory. And when you jump on a call and someone tells you to fuck off, you don't know how to objection handle. Mm. Like it puts you on the spot. So, like, you can read so much, but until you do it, until mm. you do the actions, it's all just theory-based. Yeah. 
Um, one of the other things that I thought was really hard to know about dating is there is no such thing as the one. There's Correct. No, no such thing as the one. I'm I think just waiting for the one. Be, I know people have this unrealistic expectation that this person is going to come in their life and it's going to be like Prince Charming um, has just coming out of nowhere and they've looked completely different to every other person and they've swept them off their feet with this amazing amount of chemistry and flair and fireworks. And it's, it's not to say that you can't have like a level of excitement about someone, but someone isn't the one, you know someone is the one by how long you last with them. Like winning at being in a relationship isn't, is about staying in the relationship and like working on it. And like, mm. if you're able to develop it, there's no such thing as the one. And also if you do think you've met the one, um, you're probably fucking delusional because mm. if you've been with them for a couple of weeks, how the fuck do you know she's the one? Yeah. How, how do you know? You've got That's no idea. Clip. You've got no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. The amount of conversations I've been with, like, hey, you know, bro, I think she's the one. I see wife material. I'm like, oh, bro, it's awesome, man. How long have you known her? Oh, bro, we met yesterday. She's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Just love her vibe. Decent. What's her name? Oh, let me just check on my phone. Don't right. even know her Sarah last Sandra. name yet. Sarah Sandra. Oh, fucking Lisa. I don't know. <laughs> fucking. It was something. She was cool, though, man. She was yeah. fucking cool. Um, yeah, th there's no such thing as the one. And I think, like, even thinking that, you know, it puts a lot of pressure. I think people look for insane fireworks and, there's a massive difference between chemistry and compatibility. And I think chemistry is things like um, charisma, charm, humor, but compatibility is about how someone makes you feel. Mm -hmm. And I think that's In like the long term. <clears throat> I think that's the massive difference. And you do need chemistry for sure. Um, but yeah, no such thing as the one people. You just find someone and you're you lucky enough. One. You're lucky enough if you find someone and you're lucky enough to have common ground on a couple of key pillars you make it work in yeah. a really like great way. Um, and it doesn't mean you get blood from a stone, nothing like that whatsoever. But it's like you build and develop over time. And it's like, you know, look, the first time you do the deed with someone, right? The likelihood it's going to be shit is potentially quite likely mm -hmm. because you don't know each other. But, you know, keep doing it over and over again for the next three, four months. And the repetition it's going to be so much better yeah. because you're so much open and you're, you're up for experience and stuff and experimenting in ways that, you know, you didn't fucking know. Mm. And so that's like the kind of like same thing. You have to just give people a go and they can maybe develop into something more. Yeah, I agree. I think when it when it comes to people thinking that there is one, I think you have to make someone the one. Mm. I think you have to meet that person, have a bit of chemistry. There's some compatibility there, but that's obviously not enough. Like, mm. there's going to be so much life to live with this person who you think is going to be the one that you're going to have to work towards because the person that you're going to meet in 2023 in December when you're listening to this or whenever we've decided to post this, if you meet someone at that point, that same person is not going to be that person next year or two years after. They're going to be so different. Life is going to change. Life is going to come at them. They're going to lose a loved one. They may lose a job. They could be out of a job for six months. So that person that was very happy in a job with a mother, father, and whatever may not have that same situation in three years. And then you're going to have to figure out, actually, how are they handling this? Do I love them enough to to actually go through this heartache with them? Do I love them enough to actually fight through this and build? And then when you figure that out, then it's like, okay, maybe they're the person I'm supposed to be with because all these things that I need to do with this person, I actually want to do in comparison to the girlfriend that I had before where it's like, oh, I could think of nothing worse than fucking picking her up from the doctors or something. Whereas with this new person, what time do you, you need me there? Yeah, you don't even think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Do you need me to drop you? Do you need me to pick yeah. me up? Do you need me to sit there? All these little things in your mindset changes whenever you meet someone 
who ticks all these boxes, but they don't. You don't just tick them because they get ticked. You tick them because you actually have to do the work in order to make the relationship worth. Just and I'm just like, <laughs> just like hitting Oakley He's in the like, back. oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get but it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I think a lot of people as well when they, um, I think a lot of people they when they first get into stop that point again. Um, I think a lot of people they base you know what they like about that person versus how that person makes them feel, and that that's normal. You know, you get into something and you're like, oh, this person they've got this great job and they they've got this and they've got that, and it can be really overwhelming to look at that person's life and what they they've created and use that as an excuse for what you like about that person. But I think it is really important that you assess over the first few dates is their intent and how they make you feel, you know, and that can be something really hard when it comes to dating Mm. because you can be swept away so much in the existence that they've created, but you have to understand how willing are they to put you into their existence, you know? Yeah. I'm like 50, 50 in that one because I think there is a dichotomy between how they make you feel and how you feel about them because like you can meet someone who makes you feel loved. They're very attentive. They do all the things that you need them to do for you. But then you look at them and think, but I don't want to do that for you. You know what I mean? Like they can love you. Because I'm sure there's plenty of people out here who will be listening to this, who there's been a situation where they were so into their partner, like they were in love and they would do everything for them. But then their partner looked at them and thought, but I wouldn't do that for you. So why is that then? But they're, so for example, they're, their partner could have thought, she makes me feel so loved. She does all this for me, but I look at her and I don't feel the same. I don't feel the need to do all these little things that she does for me because that's just not how I see her in the situation. And I don't want to be with her. Does that but make ma- sense? Yeah, but maybe that's because you don't value that coming from them. Like, maybe that's why. Like, if you enjoyed how that person made you feel from someone that you value, well, then it would mean more to you. But that's the main. So, like, they would... They would then give you, you look at that person thinking, you don't make me feel the way I need to feel in order for this to Mm. go the distance. Mm -hmm. But they do all the things that should make you feel that way, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And that's only because that that person that you're with probably just isn't for you. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. So like in what areas then would you, like if you were then to call out and go, but if that person was making you feel, if that person was making you feel loved, what would be the reason why then you weren't into, oh yeah, it could be a number of things yeah. across like values and like what they're interested yeah, in for sure. and like where they're going in life and stuff like that. For sure, like it's, it's not a black and white area, mm. but I think that, I, I think, you know, as a general, it's easy to get lost in just like one side of the coin. Yeah. So you think you shouldn't worry about what you feel about the person, you should worry about how they make you feel? I think you can get pulled away massively in like thinking this person has such a great job and they're so attractive. You want to be attracted to someone. I'm not saying you don't want to, mm. but this person has such a great job. They have such a great social life. They live in such a nice place. Like they're so funny. They're so charisma. But you know how they make you feel is pretty unheard, unlistened, unloved, unwanted. Mm. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. You know, because so many people are with people on paper. They're amazing. Yeah. You know, but it's like, yeah, but how do they make you feel as like a partnership? Because mm. they can be great at being single. There are some characteristics that work so well as being single but when you bring that into a relationship setting they don't work great as a partnership Mm -hmm. and so I think that's why the other side of the coin is more important when you're trying to build something with someone like you want them to have certain values but I think you want to really understand that they make you feel a certain way yeah fair yeah fair Um, I think one other point is not everyone's going to like you 
Yeah, not everyone's gonna like you. And to be honest, if they don't like you, cool, no worries. Like yeah. you've just you've saved your, you've saved yourself some time. And like again, another really hard thing about dating is accepting that for some people you're not their cup of tea. Mm. Like some people won't like you. They won't be interested in you. They won't like your hobbies, the way you dress. And that's fine. Like, that's perfectly, perfectly cool. Um, I love you how know. you just, like, took my point and just ran with it. Didn't even oh, let me oh, expand sorry. on oh, it. Oh, sorry. It just it really hit me. Oh, it really hit me, though. <laughs> but, so, but you're no, right. You're yeah, right. You're right. Not everyone's going <laughs> to like you. And I think in order, um, if you're going to be successful in dating, Laura told me this one, if you're going to be successful in dating, then you have to be okay with the idea that sure. everyone that you're going to hang out with is not going to like you. And mm-hmm. you just need to get over it. And it also touches back to the you're not as good as you think you are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just because the last guy thought you were great or just because the last girl thought you were great, the next five might date you and think you're a piece of shit. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's okay. But you need to be okay with the idea of that and build, like, resilience to rejection and expect that you're going to be rejected more times than you're going to be accepted. And that's okay because as much as you're being rejected, other people that you're dating are also being rejected. They've also been through the And same then you're thing. also need to think how many times have you rejected someone else who's really into you. For sure. So it's a balance there. Like as much as you're gonna be, oh, he's I really into uh, it was I was really into him, but he didn't reciprocate it. That's okay because the last guy you dated or the last girl you dated, you weren't into her. Oh, his lipstick's out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you weren't into her, and sh- and and vice versa. So it's okay. Yeah, accept that. It can be. It can be really difficult. It can be really, really difficult. Um, it's just put me off now. And he's sitting there just with the lips. Yeah, <laughs> just like. Well, but then also you need to think, and also there needs to be a level of like self awareness and and looking inwards and think: Were we actually compatible? Mm. Was there a compatibility thing there? Did I actually really, really like this guy, or am I just lonely and just want someone to hold? Just well, be close to me. People, this was another point, is that people, um, a hard thing about going into dating is, um, hard thing about going into dating is ignoring the red flags. Because mm. some people <coughs> really feel that they have a lot they want to give to a relationship and a big partnership that they want to have. And because of that, they can almost try to expedite or rush the situation that they're in mm-hmm. and kind of ignore the flags on the way of like, this person's intention, you know, what they're after doesn't meet my requirements or even the level of respect they have for me isn't where I need it to be. Yeah. But they ignore those things because they go, oh, we can iron these things out, you know, these Later things will the grow line. over time. But there are some things that are like core, immediate, innate needs. And so it's so easy to just like jump over and go, oh, like it's fine, you know. Like, 100%. Like, like, it is okay. like look, um, you know, yeah, she has a go at me about going out with the boys or, you know, she gets really like... Um, snappy with me like on a daily basis because of these few things it's like well you don't ignore these things like it doesn't mean it won't work but it just means you have to like identify them and speak about them and they can potentially even be ironed out but you have to at least like notice them like pick up these things like straight away because being like compatible with someone isn't always the easiest thing like you're Mm. your own jigsaw they're their own jigsaw and trying to put it together can be really difficult Mm. so it's understanding that that person who you've had a great time with still might not be like compatible with you so it's picking up the red flags of what could be potential things later on down the line which could be a reason for you to end I think also when it comes to red flags it's it's such a it's like a reference point because one red flag to one person is not going to be a red flag to others it's like if you've had a really really like shit relationship and say your partner was 
gaslighting, very controlling, mm. kind of stuff like that. You're talking about me here. Thanks, man. <laughs> Your reference point for what a red flag might not be the same as the other person. So mm. you might meet a new guy post the last relationship. And to some of your mates, like, this stuff he's doing is a red flag. But to you, it's not. Because, mm. no, because this is a lot better than what I've experienced before. What, I, what <laughs> yeah, I've experienced yeah. before was horrible so him not texting me back for three days is is not that bad because my better. yeah it's just better than what i was before yeah. so it's the reference point is i think so key when it comes to comes to red flag which also leads me on to another point it's believe believe who they are when they show you mm. and then it goes to the red flags and again whenever they start to show you signs of things that you think aren't good or things that you think aren't going to be beneficial to your mental health and the future of the relationship you need to actually take those really seriously and into consideration because if it's someone that you've met who's going to be um who's someone that you see yourself with potentially for the long term you need to at least address them early on mm. so that when it comes six months down the line and you finally gain the confidence to met to to mention it your partner's gonna probably say what you mean i've been doing this for six months mm. why is it all of a sudden now your problem when yeah. I've been I've been doing this since day one. Believe who they are when they show you. It's like words. and how do you even navigate that though? Well, like, like if you're to approach if someone you've been with for a length of time has been doing has been shown these repeated behaviors for six seven months and you've decided to ignore them and then you come to a point in seven months where you kind of want to mention like what's what foot do you have to stand on there? That's fucking difficult because it's like yeah you've you've like I've acted like this the whole time the whole time we've been together and it's um you know what do you say? To the point, it's like, yeah, like, follow what, like, to the point of, like, you should, like, listen to, listen to who people are when they show you, because words, co worse co words cost nothing, but mm. actions cost time, and that's your greatest currency, mm. so people will show you the way they want to treat you, and show you the way they want to act, so, 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 so no, it's actually just uh, Dan Saf 2023, yeah, I don't believe but, that, uh, no, 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 <laughs> um, I, I was able to multitask that. while you were talking, and actually thinking that was very difficult <laughs> for me, um, but it was like, fuck, yeah, I've completely, fuck, common it, um, it's so easy when people tell you something, but it's so much harder to actually follow through with that commitment, mm -hmm. you know? Like people offering, like when I hear people um, where they've gone, oh, on our first few dates, we've spoken about all these passionate romantic things, all the things we're gonna do together. It's like, cool, let's see if any of those things happen. Mm -hmm. um, let's see if any of that commitment actually comes to it, you know? Because that's how you can really like tell the extent by someone's like intention, by their actions. Because that's the biggest currency, you know, it's time. And if someone gives you their time, then that's a great indication. And also I think trust your instinct as well and mm. trust your gut like they those two things are very very important when it comes to figuring out who you think you should be with in the long term because there's a lot of people who say oh i should have trust my gut and people used to think oh whenever you say it, trust your gut that it was kind of like a like just this fairy tale thing it's just a saying but there genuinely is like um science behind it where your gut actually is a part of your body that genuinely can tell you when there is something wrong or where mm. your body is exhibiting these kind of reactions based off someone's someone's i guess someone's action i'll just say the word actions yeah, again yeah. um and that's why whenever people start to have like health issues the gut's one of the first things that would they would go to check because mm. it affects how your brain thinks it affects your health it affects your skin it affects like so much. So definitely trust your gut and your instinct because those are fucking powerful tools in order to to like literally decipher 
who's even worth your fucking time? Um, I was going to say one of the biggest things I think is be careful who you take advice from mm. because you can take advice from so many people who don't have the greatest track record and quite often those people's advice is coming from a very biased place and also some people just want the version of you that best serves them as well and that's not a very nice thought to hear mm -hmm. but some of your friends just want the version of you that best serves them yeah. so their advice can also follow that accordingly. Yeah. Um, so be very careful who you take advice from, you know, I agree. if you're taking advice of someone who's not been able to hold down a relationship for more than 72 hours and they're telling you that this person is giving you all these red flags from X, Y, Z, just like, not that they could be wrong, but just be cautious. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and if you are wanting to spend time doing other things that don't follow that person's, you know, ideologies and you're spending more time with someone who's bringing these great things out of you and they're not liking that again, that person's advice could be because they want the version of you that best serves them. Yeah. You know, so be very, very careful because I think I've done this before and I've taken advice from people and I've asked the wrong people about situations that they had no idea or experience in. And over time, I've now realized, you know, like I can hear like where the advice comes from and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's I like the smart. whole thing. Don't ask money advice from poor people. It's yeah. the same. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like follow like the successful traits of other people. I you know, know. Like, I want to talk to people about money. I'll talk to people who've owned like a business. I want yeah. to talk about being in a marriage. I'll ask someone who's been in a marriage for like 20 years and is really fucking happy. Yeah. Um, and who's worked on themselves and stuff like that. So... I yeah. think that's I think that's you hit the nail on the head there. Definitely, definitely don't ask um so I've just lost my train of thought. Definitely don't ask advice from people who don't exhibit the traits that mm. you, you need because at the end of the day people are naturally are quite selfish and people always try and look out for number one. And if that person that you're going to for advice or for help is not in a place, even if it's not even just to do really even if they're just not in a place in their own life where mm. they've just got their own shit they need to work on, then it, I find that it's just pointless asking them. But also, it's also important to... No. Wrong lead. Sorry. It's also important to be aware of the friends that are for certain reasons. Mm -hmm. Like you have your friends that you go to advice for, mm -hmm. but then you'd also have friends who you wouldn't go to advice for, but you'd still go out and have, have a drink like a, with like them and have a good time. Have a good time. Yeah. So There's I think the quicker you are aware, especially the older you get, you start to realize the friends that are for certain situations, like mm. you wouldn't like you wouldn't go to a friend on advice about your relationship because that's just not the the dynamic of the relationship that you built with mm. that certain friend. And that's okay. So I think being aware of the friends that you can go to advice for because you know the advice they're going to give you is always going to come, no matter where they are in their life, it's always going to come from a place of, they want to see you happy or they want mm. to see you better in whatever situation that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. That was good. I've had enough. Yeah. We're <laughs> over. Those are some of the hard truths about dating. Some of the hard truths. There's um, plenty more. There's plenty more. Yeah, plenty more. I um, think this will probably be... Uh, be the I think there'll be another episode on this because there's probably so for much... January. I think there's probably so much more that we can say. Um, yeah. when it comes to all these hard truths because there's so much and there's always like complexities depending on who you are where you've come from mm -hmm. what, what what you've dealt with what you're after where they're after and um, I think even you know if we re-recorded this episode in a year's time no more there could be so much more that we'd be saying that we didn't even know yeah yeah
But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Always as pleasure. always, giving you the unqualified advice you never ask for on a regular basis. Woo. And uh, wherever you are listening to this, please take a moment, like, share, subscribe, comment. Yes. Just double tap if you're seeing this content. We're trying to make you. money, so yeah. we need you all to run we, this shit we, up. We appreciate any kind of love We're and support. We're about to try and start making some money, so all Let's the love go. is appreciated. Peace. Yeah. Have a good day. Have Stay a good night. Safe. Have a good afternoon.